And I'm back, y'all. And I'm back, y'all. And I'm backity, backity, back, back, y'all. Yes. I have missed you guys so much. Okay, so let me do my little disclaimer. So I know I put out the shy earlier, but when I originally started that show, that episode, it was Wednesday of this week. Okay, it is now Sunday, y'all. <laughs> So, I hope you guys have had a wonderful weekend, okay? It's about that time to get situated so we can start our work week tomorrow or school week, play week, whatever type of week you are having. We got to get ready for tomorrow, y'all. So, I'm going to give y'all a few more episodes for today so you can start your week off right. Without further ado, we are going to be discussing who is Aaron Carter, this is the recap for episodes four through six, y'all, okay? And when I tell y'all, this show is really good. It is really good. I'm anxious to see how these last couple of episodes go, okay? But for now, we're going to do four and six. Also, before I get started, y'all, I want to let y'all know what's coming down the pike, okay? So I just saw it today. Goosebumps, y'all. It's a trailer out. It's going to be released on Hulu and Disney Plus on Friday the 13th, which is next month, y'all. I wish they were coming out with another Jason movie. Anyway, spooky season is coming. So y'all know I'm going to be doing a couple of movie reviews. I'm so excited for next month. I told y'all Halloween is almost my favorite holiday aside from December because that's when my birthday is, y'all. <laughs> so... Without further ado, I have held you guys long enough. Let's get into the recap for episode four. There is no synopsis for these, okay? Because hopefully they're going to go quick. All right, y'all ready? You buckled in? All right, so let's start. Episode four starts off with Erin going in and out of consciousness in the hospital. And there are glimpses into her life prior to us meeting her in Barcelona. Like when she was a kid, right? And so when she was a kid, the law finally came to rescue her at her house after her mom had went missing or as they say ran off right when she was just like five or six years old that happened and then we also see um an occurrence when she was attending the academy to become an officer of the law y'all yes okay so she's definitely got the skills okay to f some people up and so while she's at the academy, we see her and this guy. This guy's kind of like a douchebag. He's kind of like a show-off, a know-it-all type of guy. Very uh, narcissistic, chauvinistic, doesn't really want her there. Um, they're in class, and he's giving her all of these ugly stares. And then when they're out on the basketball court, he's telling her to pass the ball to him because he for sure knows that he's going to make the shot. 
but instead of her passing it, she takes the shot, y'all, and she makes it herself, okay? Why would I give something to you to do for me when I can do it for myself? That's all I'm saying. So after all of that happens, he goes over to her and says, look, when I tell you to pass the effing ball, you pass the effing ball. <laughs> Sir, who do you think you are talking to me like that? So anyway, he gets all up on her and he ends up they end up getting into like this brief scuffle where she ended up breaking um she ended up breaking his nose because basically y'all he was being a little dipshit honestly because he was all up in her face um you know bragging about how he's there because of merit and honestly she's there because they feel pity for her um and so she ended up like I said like twisting his arm a little bit because he got a little too close to her and then she rammed his face into like the locker and it broke his nose. Okay. So anyway, after that happened, she ended up getting put out the program because of the incident. But when she's getting ready to leave, she ends up running into this guy named uh, D.I., which I don't know what that part stands for, but his name is Jim Armstrong. Okay. And he basically recruited her to join his specific department of the law, which runs like these covert operations that crack down on extremists and criminal organizations of that nature, right? So, an undercover cop, basically. So, he peeps that she's a little bit edgier um, than most most of her classmates. You know, she got a little bit of a oomph, like a little twang to her. And that's the type of girl that he needs on his team, right? And he wants a woman, specifically, and one who can protect herself and, you know, be quick on her feet. So... He says that he needs someone like her to infiltrate this gang that's got something up their sleeve. They just need to, they need her to go in and figure out like what it is. Okay. So apparently this gang has pulled off their fair share of armed robberies, heist, you know, petty crimes and all this stuff like that. But this is where Aaron gets introduced to Margot. Y'all remember Margot is the lady that she ran into at the school program and she ended up killing okay not only Margot, but the rest of the crew which consists of lena okay and we'll talk about her in just a minute so as they're getting her prepped to go infiltrate this gang they have to come up with a fake id for her so they end up giving her the name of kate jones and she goes into this gang under the notion that she's trying to fill this spot for a potential driver for them for their getaway crimes right so when she <laughs> she does like this little driving test okay and margo is sitting passenger side when she gets out the car she tells aaron f you excuse me kate i'm gonna call her kate because she's undercover right now she calls kate she tells kate to f herself because she drove real crazy but she was very skillful at the same time right and so the guy that was also with her watching her drive, he was like, dang, Margo, she drive better than you. <laughs> well, F you too then. <laughs> so initially they made Kate sweat it out a little bit because they had her waiting to hear back from them for a few weeks. And just when Jim was about to shut it down, she tries to go in and convince him to hold out a little bit longer. And as he's, as she's convincing him, Margo hits her back just in the nick of time. Okay, cool beans. So Margo introduces Kate to the rest of the crew, 
who is led by a guy named Thomas Ramsey, okay, or affectionately known as Tommy to the crew. And he is crazy like the other Tommy from Power. I'm going to get started on that eventually, y'all, okay? But he's crazy like Tommy, okay? Very, no, Tommy more crazy. He's more like asshole. Sorry for the language, y'all. Anyway, he's skeptical of any newbies that come in, obviously. We don't need any new friends here, okay? We don't trust a lot of people. And so he ends up asking her very random questions, um, just out the blue, like who her favorite philosopher is, but she claims to not have one. Okay, well, there's hope after all, okay? So she lives to advance to the background check, which is being performed by Scotty, who is also a newbie, okay? Keep that in mind. She ends up going with Lena, and y'all, Lena is, um, I'll get to that because I made a note for it, okay? So she ends up going to go do this, like, little quick side mission with Lena. Lena is the new parolee that we know from previous episodes, right? The blonde-haired girl that um, saw the news about Margot and got upset with the homeowner and, like, was trying to beat her up for the laptop, <laughs> And y'all, when when Kate runs into Lena, it turns out we had it wrong the entire time, y'all. Kate fooled us, okay? So Aaron goes with Lena. Sorry, Kate goes with Lena because Lena needs to steal this impossible toy that she has not been able to find anywhere, okay? It's one of the hottest toys Y'all know how it is when the holidays come around and the toys start coming out, all the kids want it. You either got to pay a definite upcharge for it on like one of those websites like eBay or something like that, or your kid just ain't going to get it. So instead of her taking either of those options, she decides to go steal it, okay? She needs this toy for her daughter's birthday, which happens to be today. And her daughter's name is Harper. Y'all heard me right. Harper is Lena's daughter, not Aaron's, okay? But Harper's turning six. Ain't that so cute, y'all? Y'all remember those days? Anyway, so cute. They end up stealing the toy, and this is it's a success, right? Harper's super excited about it. They show shots of them having fun with the toy. It's like a Tamagotchi or a Furby, right? Furby from the 90s. Okay, so back to Tommy and his shenanigans, right? They planned on sticking up an armored truck, transporting these gold bullions. Y'all, it's so hard for me to pronounce that word. Bullions, um, these gold bricks. And if they can land this heist, y'all, it could earn them millions of dollars. Okay, so apparently there was supposed to be two drops that are supposed to be about two weeks apart. So Lena, Kate, and Margot go to steal a truck so they can kind of like rig it and bullet bulletproof it, you know, to make it invincible. And so they're in this parking garage, and while they're trying to steal a car, which have I think they tried to they stole a G wagon. So while they're still in this G wagon, Kate suggests that maybe they get together. Okay, band together and take all of this for themselves, right? Cut Tommy out. He the middleman. We don't need him. 
I mean, we the ones that's out here doing all the hard work. We the ones that's risking our neck. Why are we cutting him in? Okay. So, as Kate is suggesting this, Margot is like, I mean, she do kind of got a point, Lena. But Lena is like, hell no. Okay. She is loyal to Tommy to a fault. Okay. So they end up getting the attention of security while they're trying to steal this car. And Kate puts her finishing maneuvers on. And the other girls are looking at her like, damn, girl, where you learn that at? <laughs> so Kate end up giving uh, one, of, one of the security dudes a fractured skull, right? Because of how she hit him. And so she's feeling really guilty about it because she didn't want to hurt any civilians while she's undercover so she ends up taking all this information that she's learned um about the heist back to her boss jim and she's kind of conflicted because although she wants to put them in jail she's concerned about what's going to happen to harper after all the smoke clears so jim is like hey i need to remind you that these are not your friends they are criminals, okay? Fish are our friends, not food. <laughs> y'all, if y'all know that movie, let me know what that is. I, I watch too too many movies. <laughs> so anyway, um, there's a kid involved here. So Kate just can't like turn off her feelings about that. But honestly, y'all, Jim could care less about Harper's well-being. And it's very evident. Every time he talks to her and she tries to address that, he's like, yeah, but get over it. All right? They, they got to go to jail. They they doing some bad things. So anyway, he suggests that maybe she's becoming too attached to her new identity as Kate. And, and she starts to, you know, mention, hey, I'm the one that's sticking my neck out. Okay, I'm the one that's putting my life on the line every time I walk into the warehouse with them. And so he was like, okay, well, if you ever found yourself in a situation to where you feel like your life was truly threatened, I will pull you out in a heartbeat. All you had to do was snap your finger and say the word. Okay, so leading up to this big heist, she's steadily getting closer to Lena and Harper. Um, One day, her and Lena ended up going out to eat. And Erin ends up sharing her story about how her mom abandoned her, right, when she was little. And so Lena pumps the brakes and was like, look, I want to tell you that what your mom did, that was her call, okay? That had absolutely nothing to do with you. She then follows that up with her goal of wanting to leave this, this type of life after this job, okay? And so she was like, okay, well, if you left... Where would you go? So Lena ends up telling Kate her vision, um, you know, and she says that she would want to take Harper somewhere close to the beach, somewhere probably like Spain with nice villas because she had visited some, uh, she had visited Spain previously and she was there with her boot thing. Her boot thing had something else to go do. So during the day, they just dropped her off in the middle of the villas and she enjoyed like the scenery like she she enjoyed the time that she was there she really loved it so if she ever had to choose anywhere to go that would probably be the place right somewhere overlooking the water kind of like barcelona y'all see the connection now okay 
Aaron basically fulfilled Lena's vision of what she wanted her and Harper's life to look like together after this job. Makes sense, right? Damn, Kate's re- she's really good, okay? She's a good person. So after Lena tells her all of this, she even offered for Kate to join them, okay? Further confirming how, how tight that had grown over a short amount of time, right? So before the heist is to take place, we see them wrapping up last minute details, which include the mask that they're going to wear. And Lena was like, let me go show this mask to Harper. So y'all, why is Lena's mask the same mask that Harper has been seeing in like the corners, in the visions? It's the demon ghost mask, okay? So out of nowhere, as they're all in a warehouse, Tommy ends up asking Kate, is she the law? You working for the law? Because security for the truck that night had been increased, okay? But it has only been increased for that particular night that the heist was supposed to be happening, which lets Tommy know that he got a rat somewhere in the vicinity, okay? So Lena, she takes up for her again, okay? But as Kate is standing her ground about, no, she's not the informant, he happens to look over at Scotty, and Scotty now becomes Tommy's new target. And y'all, Scotty is real skittish, okay? But he says that it's just because he doesn't like violence. And so one of the other guys, I think his name is Daryl, tries to get close to him, you know, like, take it easy, calm down. But honestly, I think he probably just wanted to hurt Scotty. So Scotty, trying to defend himself, grabs a knife and starts weakly, like, slashing it around, you know, like, swinging it in the air. I don't know what he thought he was going to do. I don't know if he thought that that was going to scare them. However, it did not. It backfired. And he ended up getting stabbed with that knife that he had in his hand. And he died right there on the floor. Well, damn, what they gonna do now? So Tommy ends up coming up with the bright idea to go ahead and push the date up to today, tonight, and take the load that's coming in tonight instead of the one in two weeks, right? Okay, throw throw them off your scent a little bit, surprise them and see if they're gonna be ready. So Aaron ends up calling Jim to try to pull out, but Jim lying ass... Y'all, I was so disgusted with him after this. Tells her that they can't pull her out because they want to see how far they can go to bring down these criminals. And so as he's telling her this, she's coming to the realization that she was just a pawn in his plan, okay? And um, she ends up hanging up on him. Oh, well, show must go on. So they end up getting ready to go. And... Lena's finna get ready to get in the car and she reveals that she's gonna leave Harper there by herself at the warehouse because she couldn't get Harper to sleep. So Aaron tries to have Lena stay back and try to, you know, be a protective mom. And Lena was like, what is your deal? Like, why are you so fascinated with what me and my kid have going on here? And so Aaron was like, nothing. You're right absolutely nothing okay so they show up to this place the heist goes off without a hitch almost 
almost. And Aaron has to end up saving Lena from getting hemmed up by one of the guards that arrived on the scene a little too quickly for Margot's liking, okay? But as Kate is trying to disable him, when she hits him and he falls to the ground, he ends up letting off a few rounds, right? Which causes the rest of the cavalry to come, which causes the crew to have to hurry up and finish the job, okay? So they ended up leaving with only half of the stash, it's definitely better than nothing, but as they're getting away, which Kate is the getaway driver, one of their guys, I think Daryl, ends up getting shot while they're trying to escape, right? So they end up making it back to the warehouse where their victory is very short-lived because as they're swapping out the cars with the gold, Margot ends up confronting Kate about being a rat. But again, Lena comes to her rescue, y'all. She really loves Kate. So the police end up raiding the house. A big shootout ensues. And as that's happening, me and Aaron are like, oh, Lord, where's Harper? We got to get Harper to safety. Okay. She's in this like little broom, like where your supervisor, your manager would be in the warehouse. That's where she is with like some plexiglass. Some plexiglass. That's the only thing that's separating her from catching a bullet okay so she hurries up to go grab harper and as she's going to go grab harper her and lena end up exchanging a look where lena is asking her to take care of harper with her eyes right as she distracts the police or maybe she was coming to the realization that maybe kate is a rat after all i'm not sure but it's one of those two okay so Kate manages to grab Harper, but as she's grabbing Harper, Lena ends up getting hit by a bullet, y'all, and she goes down. So we then see the scene again play out in real time where Kate is telling Harper to get down on the floor in the back seat and hide like they're playing hide and seek, right, while she drives them to safety. Okay, so they end up staying in some spot until five o'clock in the morning. And then as soon as five o'clock hits, they go. They are out of there. Okay, so the, the car that she has has got the gold in it, too. Okay, so as all of that is happening and she's leaving out, Margot is cursing wildly. Tommy ends up getting killed in the ambush and Lena is still barely clinging to life. So she's not dead, obviously. Right. So. Once she gets to a safe location, she ends up calling Jim and he tries to convince her to come in, but she realizes that he's just looking out for his best interest, not hers and definitely not Harper's. So they end up fleeing with the gold. Okay. Kate is still going in and, oh, sorry. We're back to Aaron now because Aaron is waking up. She's going in and out at the hospital. Okay. That's the end. That's the end of the episode. Side note. I said, oh my God, I love this episode and all the backstory. It made so much sense now how they ended up where they are at this very moment, okay? Because it was really confusing trying to figure out who the blonde-haired lady was, but now we know who she is. And we also know why Harper doesn't know who her dad is, okay? And why Lena is so pressed about Aaron and why Erin is so damn good at her self-proclaimed self-defense. 
she's good, y'all. Okay? So that's it for episode four. Y'all ready for episode five? Y'all should go back and watch episode four. It's really good. Okay? Anyway, on to episode five. So we start the episode off with Jordy leaving a message for Aaron, who has finally came back for good, but she's still laid up in the hospital, y'all. The nurse came in and informs her of how she ended up there, and she ends up asking to borrow a charger, right? So she can charge her phone. Jordy is still unaware of Aaron's whereabouts, but back at the house, Harper has to go to school. So she ends up asking Jordy, has she heard from has he heard from her? And he lies to Harper, saying that she's in a training course, to which she replies, Don't F with me, Jordy. She actually said the F bomb. Don't F with me, Jordy. You have no idea where she is, do you? Girl, do you still want your lips or nah? Because that mouth of hers, y'all, I'm telling you, they would have been on the wall across the room. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, Harper is super duper pressed about Erin making it back in time to take her to her doctor's appointment, I'm assuming for her eyes. And Jordy reassures her that she'll be back. Um, he ends up dropping her off at school and he tries to wish her good luck on her test as she dryly tells him she's got to get the class. And y'all, she calls him Jordy instead of dad, like she usually does. You're not gonna call me by my first name neither. I don't like that. <laughs> so he runs into Emilio and relates his concerns about Aaron. But he doesn't have to worry for long because she ends up calling him while he's with Jordy. Okay. So she ends up filling him in on everything that's transpired and goes to leave the hospital. But when she's trying to leave out y'all, she finds officers seemingly like cutting her off at every turn. Okay. Every exit she tried to take, it was an officer coming by. Okay. So she thinks real quick on her feet and she slips into an employee uniform. And y'all, y'all need to watch episode five too, if only for this particular scene right here. That whole scene is simply masterful how she managed to literally be standing right next to an officer at one point in the elevator and still be able to get away from them. So she ends up making it to a higher floor in the hospital that's under construction. And she calls Jordy at that point. Okay, so while she's trying to explain everything to him, well, not even explain, she says that she wants to explain when she gets back to the house, but Jordy wants answers and he wants them now. Okay, but she manages to, to hold him off until she says that she's going to make it to the house. Okay, so she ends up catching the attention of one of the officers who's who's made his way up there to the construction floor as well he follows her and um she ends up taking one of the police cars and they get in this high speed chase right and so <clears throat> after she gets away emilio eventually drops clothes off to her um but prior to that happening olivia pays him a visit at the precinct because she said that she recognized Margot as the lady at the school the night of the program. To which Erin left in the middle of it coincidentally. And um, now that she thinks about it, so did Emilio. So he lies and says that 
he he was swap seats you know he left for a minute but he came back and was sitting in a different seat but olivia was like no mm-mm. either i'm suddenly forgetting stuff or one of us is lying <laughs> so she's definitely on to amelia right meanwhile aaron is blowing up his phone so they end up meeting, and as she's switching clothes out, he advises her to lie to Jordy about where she's been. But she was like, I'm tired of lying to my man, okay? I, I want to be honest with him for once. So back in England, Lena ends up meeting with her parole officer because she got, she, you know, she went to jail once her and the lady that she was working for got into it because she called the police on her. And... The parole officer ends up giving her the bad news that not only are they canceling her work release, but she's also going to be transferred to a maximum security prison soon because of what she did. So she goes to look up more information about Margot's death, and she also sees the story of Aaron and the incident at the supermarket. Oh, man, you y'all gotta be kidding me. Like... <laughs> How would those two even be related? Anyway, so Erin finally makes it home. And instead of her telling the truth like she swore up and down she would, she ends up lying to him about being a recovering alcoholic that recently fell off the wagon after the whole supermarket incident. Okay? And so although, although, Jordy is very dubious of her story, he agrees to help her find a local support group to help her get through this trying time. Now, y'all, if that ain't a good man, I don't know what is, okay? He's trying to give it a benefit of the doubt. So, she then talks to Harper, who tells her that no news is good news when it comes to her doctor's appointment. Apparently, her eyes have not changed, which is a good thing in in this perspective of it. Um, but she does tell her that she had a moment where she overheard a conversation between her, I'm sorry, between Jordy and Olivia. And she thought just for a split second that Aaron was going to leave her. So Aaron convinces her that she would never leave her. That'll be the last thing that she ever does. They kiss and make up. And she starts to help Harper with her family tree project that she's been working on. So as she's coloring in the tree she notices lena's name and relays to harper that lena is no longer among the living okay so back to emilio emilio in emilio's intel that he's been getting because y'all know he's been working on a separate case with this gang situation that he's been getting on the gang has i guess paid dividends because they go to make this huge drug bust okay huge drug bust millions of dollars gone Erin ends up attending the aa meeting but as she's giving her story after she gives her story the support lead confronts her about her lie that she shared with the group right and so the lady was like okay well i'm gonna give you 60 seconds to give me something real okay tell me something real about you and Erin does okay she partially explains the situation and um with her past and how it's affecting her current life with Jordy and her daughter. The lead tells her to consider the idea of Jordy not being worthy of her love if she can't truly be honest with 
him about who she is. And so, um, Emilio ends up asking her to meet up with him after that, okay? Um, he catches her up to speed about being close to busting the top of the gang pyramid, and she tries to walk him back on getting even more involved with this case, but, y'all, he is so steadfast about meeting with some of the head honchos, <sighs> Aaron tries to bring him back and was just like, hey, so if you do that, I want you to know that a lot of that stuff is inadmissible because it was illegally obtained. And not only that, it's going to be traced back to me and you. And it's going to involve Augustine and that hit and run, okay? And me breaking and entering into his office. Really? You really want to do that? So he says that he's going to meet with them with or without her permission, okay? This was just me coming to notify you of what I'm doing. I'm not necessarily asking you. I'm telling you. So later on, when she's brushing, Har when she's brushing Harper's hair at the house, Harper reveals that Antonio asked her to prom, y'all. And I'm not quite sure how old she is, but she doesn't look old enough to go to prom. Maybe... I'm thinking maybe it's like an eighth grade prom or something. What y'all think? I don't know. So as she's soaking over Harper and the fact that she's growing up way too fast, way too soon, we see Harper has been able to gain more of her childhood memories because Erin is looking over at, um, you know, these pictures that she draws often and she sees a picture of the crew. And not only that, y'all, the crew has on their mask like right before they were finna get ready to do the heist, right? So just then, um, Jordy comes in breaking up their conversation. And after Harper tells them how, uh, you know, they've all been acting weird over this prom thing, he asks her about her meeting. And again, he looks very unconvinced of her story, but she says that she can expound on it a little bit more over dinner tomorrow. Okay, cool. We can do that. Um, <laughs> so Aaron goes to go do a tutoring session with Dylan. And y'all, Dylan is rude as hell. He tell her to go F off before his dad comes in to, you know, have a moment with her. And so he's checking on Dylan's progress and then informs her that he put in a good word on her behalf at St. Joseph's, right? That's where she work at. Y'all. So as he's telling her that, and she's like, oh, no, you didn't have to do that. You didn't have to do that. Why he dropped the bombshell that Olivia was the one who gave the objection against her becoming a full-time employee. And so she was like, no, nah, she wouldn't do that. That's my friend. And he was like, girl, <laughs> do, do you really think that that's your friend? <laughs> I mean, sometimes it be your friends that cut you the deepest, okay? Meanwhile... Emilio receives the bad news that his information that he has on this gang is not enough to promise a day in court, okay? So he has to go back to the drawing board. And so he looks up Margot and Lena's backgrounds with all of that information. And y'all, he finds a hidden, quote unquote, uh, he finds a hidden background that barely blurs Aaron's picture. I mean, you know it's her, but her face is like blurred out. 
doesn't really help, right? <laughs> as far as trying to stay anonymous. But I mean, he obviously knows it's her. So he takes that info and tries to blackmail her into getting him more intel on the gang. But Aaron shut that all the way down real quick, okay? But on the plus side, she does congratulate him on reconnecting with his wife because she she was there. Yay, okay? So while he was confronting Aaron, Harper happened to be walking over and although they shut the conversation down as soon as she walked over, Harper overheard Emilio call her Kate. So y'all know Harper is hella smart, okay? So later on, when she's helping Harper get ready for prom, Harper brings up her not being her real mom due to her overhearing what Emilio had called her earlier, okay? So instead of her lying about it, she's very honest and upfront about everything, including her not being Harper's bio mom. And she also informs her that Lena did die, okay? Of course, Harper is momentarily pissed, but quickly gets over those feelings. Um, And y'all, it's time to do the stanky leg at the prom. <laughs> they gonna have a good time. So, why they at the prom? Y'all, I had all the flashbacks, okay? That was our song what, at our prom, okay? And then we also had the song, She Got a Dunk by Soldier Boy and uh, Swag Surfing, okay? Good times, y'all. Good times indeed. Anyway, so Harper does uh give her the good advice that maybe she should think about telling Jordy the truth. And so after they see Harper off to prom with Antonio, they go out to dinner and Aaron tries to do just that, right? And so she uses the 60-second rule and she tries to answer all of Jordy's questions that he may have for her about not being Harper's real mom and how she illegally took her and what type of repercussions this may have down the line for them they could possibly lose Harper um on a permanent basis um and so all of this is just way too much for him to get over despite all of the amazing line dancing they did like it was weird they got they got into the argument he went to the bathroom Aaron suggested they go do some line dancing and they do. And then after that, they have this moment where they look like they're about to kiss. And then he storms off. They argue. And then Aaron goes her separate way. Right. So he ends up confronting her about lying to his face about the alcoholic story that she told him. And so they argue. Like I said, they went their separate ways. And then as Aaron is walking off, she calls Emilio and he tells her that he went rogue and went on this mission to meet with the gang leaders by himself. So she was like, oh, shoot. So she tries to hurry up and find him after after she he hears him getting the snot beat out of him, y'all. The snot beat out of him. So it's finally time for Lena to be transferred to her new concrete home. But she ends up breaking out en route. And she is on her way to find Aaron, y'all. Erin, watch out, girl. She after you. She gonna kill you. <laughs> so, back to Erin. Erin is trying to make it to Emilio, and y'all, he done managed to get himself kidnapped and even stabbed up by none other than Dylan's dad, Daniel. Y'all, why is Daniel involved in this gang stuff? But, 
on the plus side, he's not the big fish, okay? But he is a financier, okay? He works with the financial stuff. So he's definitely done swallowed up all the cute little goldfish, okay? But he, he ain't at the top of the pyramid, okay? So she makes it there just in time to see Daniel deliver the last few knife jabs to Emilio after Emilio refuses to give Aaron up. But she ultimately ends up giving herself up because she ended up letting out this blood curdling scream, y'all. And she was like, they were in like a, um, what they call it, the bull arena or something like that. So you know that there's tears. So she was at one of the higher tears and she screamed, which of course it echoed. They looked up, they made eyes, and he recognized her. And so she tries to hurry up and get out of there. And y'all, to make matters worse, when she's trying to leave, she ends up bumping into him on the main floor. And that's the way the episode ends. Y'all, this just keeps getting worse and worse for her. But rest in peace to Emilio. He was a sneaky one. Okay, y'all ready? I gotta hurry up because I only got 20 minutes left before they cut it off. (laughs) Episode 6, y'all ready to go? Buckled in? All right, here we go. So episode six opens up with Emilio's funeral and y'all, everybody is heartbroken and still in in shock and disbelief. I mean, they were just there with Emilio enjoying games and drinking the other day, right? So Aaron goes to say her final goodbyes and notices that there's this floral arrangement that's been sent by none other than Daniel. When I tell y'all the nerve, the nerve, okay? Jordy tells Penelope, that he's seriously thinking about selling their house. And Aaron was like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> Let's think about what we're talking about here. And Penelope is like, mm, yeah, I don't think it's a good idea to do that right now. I mean, the housing market is not a seller's market right now. <laughs> so Aaron pulls Jordy to the side and suggests that maybe him and Harper should get away for a few days. So he can kind of clear his head because what he just said was definitely out of line, okay? And that way, that would also allow Harper to see her grandparents. So it'll kind of do both of them some good to get away right now. And fortunately, Jordy agrees, okay? So they end up overhearing Emilio's widow going off on Emilio's boss for trying to ask questions at the funeral, right? So... Aaron tries to t- to offer up Daniel's name to Emilio's boss, but it's clear he feels like she's not in a position to be offering him any type of credible information. I mean, after all, she is a school teacher. So maybe you should stay in the school teacher's place. Y'all, that's what he told her. I would have flipped all the tables for her. So she now is going to have to take it upon herself to avenge Emilio's death. After all, that was her friend, right? So Daniel runs into Dylan working on a card for Emilio's son, who happens to be one of his classmates, y'all. Ain't that sad? The person that killed your daddy. (laughs) His son is your classmate that work so anyway small world so he says that aaron uh had them make the condolence cards like they did for another classmate when she lost a grandma 
Meanwhile, Aaron is trying to suck up to Harper as much as she can before they leave. And Harper's onto her, okay? First, she notices that Aaron is trying to allow her to eat all these sugary cereal treats before they leave. And not only that, but she realizes that Aaron called Jordy Jordy instead of her dad. Okay. So like I said, Harper's antennas are all the way up. Okay. Aaron still wants to work this out with Jordy, but honestly, y'all, he ain't feeling it. Okay. And he's not sure if a few days will help them get past this monumental issue that they're facing currently, but we off to go see her grandparents. Okay. So as soon as she walks back into the house, y'all, the man that beat up Emilio the night before or whatever night he died. This man is standing in her kitchen. She ends up pulling a knife and nothing happens. Instead, he just walks out the door. But now they know where she live at. That's scary, y'all. Okay. So at school, Aaron has to get ready for these parent-teacher conferences. And Olivia is trying to give her pointers on how to navigate all of this, right? So... As she's trying to give her this advice, Erin just can't take her being this two-faced with her, okay? So she ends up confronting Olivia, and Olivia apologizes and says that she was just being honest with them when they asked her about her opinion of Erin's suitability as a full-time teacher. Well, I guess that's what friends are for, huh? (laughs) If it's like that, then who the hell needs enemies? So she awkwardly has a sit down with Daniel because Dylan is in her class after all. And he asks her to not interrupt him while he's trying to threaten her because things got tense at the table. (laughs) And he basically tells her that Emilio had plenty, plenty of opportunities to avoid his fate at his warning. But, Aaron, I'm telling you now, if you don't jump off that train soon, honey, you gonna be joining Emilio, you and your family, okay? Y'all gonna be the next targets, keep messing around. He's trying to be nice and protect her, so he claims. Um, But Aaron ain't finna let that mess slide, okay? So they end up finish, uh, finishing up the uh, the parent-teacher conference, and they she comes up with suggestions on how Dylan can improve as a student over the summer. And then he tell her to have a good summer. What the hell? Get out of here. So, when Erin go back to the house that night, she prepares her house for a potential war that's coming, and she ends up calling Jordy to check and see if they have made it yet. She apologizes once again to him, and the conversation ends civilly between the two. Okay, at least he didn't hang up on her. <laughs> so, the next morning, she's awakened by Penelope, who has... Come to make sure Aaron is going to be in attendance for the fireworks festival in support of Anna, Emilio's widow. Because apparently Emilio had proposed to Anna at the fireworks festival umpteen years ago. And so this is going to be very emotional for her. Okay. So she needs all of her girls in attendance for their support. So Aaron agrees to come and her and Penelope even share a moment. And y'all, Penelope even gives her a hug. Once Aaron confirms that Jordy was serious about selling their house, Penelope was like, girl, it's going to be okay. And she gives her a hug. 
And then Aaron tells her to go F off. I mean, you know, to break it up because it they've been uh, frenemies for a really long time. No need to get mushy now. So anyway, like I said, Penelope tells her that it'll get better. Just keep your head up, okay? So Lena shows up to Olivia's house. She shows up to Olivia's house, y'all. To her house. Under the guise of being an old friend of Aaron's that was trying to surprise her. And so Olivia was like, well, girl, I was going to make some tea. You want to come in and have a, have a drink? So they sit down and as the conversation develops a little bit more, Olivia starts to get the true nature of Lena's intentions for visiting Aaron. And after that is said and done and she's got all the creepy vibes, Y'all, Lena threatens to set Olivia's house on fire if she does not give up Aaron's location. So she ends up calling Aaron. And after a few ignored calls, Aaron finally picks up and gives up her location or at least a later location, right? So Lena was like, okay, cool, bet. Now you ain't gonna have to choose between which one of your twins you wanna save. Y'all, Lena is cold. So, after Anna recounts Emilio's proposal, she slips up. She slips up and tells Aaron that Daniel had offered to pay for her son's tuition for school. And so, Aaron is like, "Girl, you don't want to take money from Daniel. He is a bad man." But Anna's like, "Girl." He's paying for my son's tuition. And I mean, honestly, he done helped you out too. Like he's been so helpful to other people that she's been close with. So why not? Okay. He's just trying to be nice. Girl, all money is not good money. Okay. So after she she realizes that she can't win that argument with Anna, she ends up pulling up Dylan's like social media page and tracks his location. And it turns out, Dylan and Daniel are at the festival too. And so she waits until she thinks Daniel is alone to try to take him out. But as she, but as she's going to go confront Daniel, y'all, she ends up running into the guy that was standing in her kitchen earlier. She got to get through him first, all right? So after some struggle, she manages to put him down for the count. And right when it seems like she's going to make Dylan a fatherless child, she decides against it, okay? She's going to think better of it. She's not going to take him out today. And um, Daniel knows that he done been put on notice, okay? Time's a ticking for you. It's just a matter of time. So it seems like Aaron may be too nice for her own good. Because <laughs> honestly, y'all, I don't think that he would have extended that same courtesy if it was her in that same instance. Just saying. So she ends up going to the restroom at the bar that she had gave Olivia the location to earlier today. She goes to the restroom to clean herself up and finally listens to the voicemail that Olivia had left for her after Lena left her house, right? So Olivia's trying to apologize for basically setting her ass up. And as she's listening to the voicemail, y'all, this is the exact same time that Lena is walking in the bathroom with a gun and so lena demands to know where harper is and ultimately demands that harper drive her uh sorry that aaron drive her to harper 
So as they're driving, Lena is realizing that this is nowhere near the beach. Okay, because she had told her that Harper is on the beach with her grandparents. And instead of taking Lena to the beach, um, she drives to the secret location where she hid the gold, y'all. Yes, she hid it away and she never used it out of fear that somehow it would be traced back to her whether it was through Margot, because she explained that Margot came looking for her and she said that she would never give her the gold because if she did, then it would be just a matter of time before it got traced back to her. And then if it did, then there there would be the potential of her losing Harper for good, right? She didn't want to, to have that fear realized. And so she never used the gold. So makes sense. Okay, so on the way to the secret spot, she ends up answering all the questions that Lena has about Harper and Harp, you know, has Harper asked about me? What did you tell her about me? So she told her that, you know, that she had told Harper that she had died and um, that she had told Harper that she was actually her mom, not Lena. Y'all, when I tell you Lena was heartbroken and pissed at the same time, it was awful. And so she swears up and down, which I, I do believe, Erin. She swears to Lena that she only told Harper all of that because she really did truly believe that Lena was dead. And that's why she made most of the decisions that she did make on Harper's behalf. So they finally trek like the six miles that it takes to get to the secret hiding spot. And after Luna tells Erin off, y'all, she ends up shooting Aaron once in the abdomen and she takes the gold and she walks off, leaving Aaron for dead in the middle of essentially nowhere. And that's the way episode six ends. How in the hell is Aaron going to get out of this one, y'all? She's in the middle of nowhere and eat. I just don't know, y'all. But this show is really good. I'm not sure what's going to happen these next couple of episodes, but hopefully they will get another season if they don't answer all of the questions by episode eight. I don't know, y'all. Let me know what you think. You can reach me at Menu TV Reviews on Facebook and on Instagram. You can also reach me at My TV Reviews Podcast without the S on the end at gmail.com. Y'all, I love y'all. Thank you guys so much for all of your support. I'm still going to try to put out a few more uh, shows later on today. I just realized that I'm two episodes down <laughs> in Only Murders in the Building, so I have got to get caught up, y'all, okay? I love y'all. Please stay safe. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your weekend, and I hope you have a great start to your week tomorrow, whatever that may look like for you guys. Please stay safe, stay hydrated, and until we meet over the airwaves again, I am Mo, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye!